Welcome to Draw One Last Breath Horror Podcast. My name's Matt. And I'm Paul. Welcome to episode 87. And boy, have we got an episode for you. We have been out to the cinema, yes, supporting this local cinema scene. And we have been to see Malignant from James Wan. Also, our movie from the vault is Hostel. Obviously, Geordie Paul set us that task. So we're going to talk about that later on. How the devil are you? Well, I'm uh, working in a very hostile work environment at the moment. Yeah. Just a little bit of punnage there for you. <laughs> awesome. Little... So, yeah, mate, I'm good, actually. Yeah, I've uh, really enjoyed being at the cinema. Cannot lie. Yeah, it's great being back in it. It really is. I had a fucking great time. Uh, I, I, we're going to it a bit later, but I had a great time uh, watching this latest bad boy. Um... Yeah, and we got to watch Hostel again. Fucking 2005. Mm. Yeah. I don't don't know how time flies, eh? It does. But yeah, it's been a busy couple of weeks. I've watched um, some good shit, mate. Yeah, no doubt. I bet you've watched all the streaming services. Go on, tell me what you've watched. Mate, I've smashed it. I've completed Netflix. (laughs) Big time. Fucking, they keep coming on. Actually, no, it's not a lot. It's kind of a lie, because... There's still a few that I haven't caught. I still haven't caught a classic horror story yet, and I still haven't watched Red Eye that I still want to watch. Uh, you need to check out that, though. But, however, I wanted to talk about the little bit of homework I set you about about three or four weeks ago. What, are you talking about Antebellum? Yes. Tell me. What do I, you want, I want to lend that movie to everyone to get their opinion on it. It's, um, I don't know who the director is, but uh, it was... It was something. It was very M. Night Shyamalan mm-hmm. in the end. because But the start of it, I was like, bloody hell. This is a bit 12 years a slave. Fucking hell. And then it was like, uh, okay, we're in modern day. That's fine. I get that character flip back and forth. I, I, I understand that. They sort of do that in a few little things. I don't really like period pieces, as you know. But then, I don't know. It was just kind of it was a bit naughty, wasn't it? Um the whole sort of approach, like almost like the visitor. Do you remember the the not the visitor? Village. The village. Yeah. Yeah. Very, that vibes about it. Yeah. About that's spoiler. probably a really big spoiler for people that haven't Maybe, seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, I mean, I didn't. I didn't quite see the twist coming. No. And then when it got really weird, it was just like this. This is so weird. What is going on? I was like, is this a dream thing? Is it fucking? Yeah, but it's crazy, yeah. It's crazy. Love the ending. Love the sort of, um, yeah, the last sort of, like, I mean... How it's shot as well. Oh, yeah. my word, that slow-mo at the end. I, I loved it all, but, like, yeah, that last um, 20 minutes was very, very interesting. And uh, the whole thing was quite bizarre. I mean, there's some interesting characters. There was the one from, um, I think she was in Sucker Punch, and she was the sort of, I, get, I don't know, I say white supremacist lady, but she was, you know, the dodgy white redneck woman that was sort mm. of ringing her. I mean, she quite know, did you, what, what her motive was? No, but she was like, whatever she did in that fucking ho- in a hotel room. I was like, what? Did she just take a shit and not flush? <laughs> <laughs> I love that you note that down. I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's quite a divisive film, actually, because um, there's been real mixed reviews. Some people love it and some people absolutely hate it. It's just What's really interesting. Where's the hate come from? I don't know. I just, I, I thought it was really captivating. It's a little bit slow at the start, but once it gets going, I thought it was, um, I thought it was really, really interesting. 
So it's a Sky Store exclusive as well, apparently. Interesting. I, I mean, I would uh, recommend people to go and have an opinion on this one. And yeah. Go and watch it and see what you think. About to buy as well, physical. Mm, very interesting. Go, go see, go see, go watch this one. I also have a very big recommendation for everyone: yeah. a new Korean TV series. Fucking love the Koreans, man. Fucking Squid Game. Squid Game. So weird. So weird. So battle royale, yet also quite unique in in the way that it sort of delivers that sort of. I don't know. I want to say thirteen game of death. How oh. many? How long are the episodes? Forty, you want to say forty-five minutes? How many? Not, I think it's like eight or nine. I can do that. I can do that. Yeah, but it was—they were good, mate. It was good fun. I mean, you could you could walk, definitely walk away. I mean, I, I must have smashed it in like two days, because <laughs> like, um, I just wanted to know what was happening next. But it was, um, yeah, some of the. I mean, you know, it's that whole Korean uniqueness. Mm, yeah. Am I going to call this out? Storytelling. Yeah, and I'm not going to say it's just it's just a very interesting watch, yeah. and some very sinister games um, in amongst it. But you know, we we've kind of seen this story before. Yeah. Um, but I love the way they're telling it, and I'm loving the fact that it did open it up for a second season. So we'll see if that one gets uh, put up as well. Cool. Do love these foreign language fucking series that they're kicking out. There's the other one, wasn't there? The monster one that, I, that was on. Dude, you gotta get some Korean love, man. <laughs> I've got to get some time. <laughs> time. Um, what else have I watched? I think that's it. I think um, there's a couple more things that I wanted to talk about. Uh, why the Last Man has dropped onto Disney Plus. Oh, is it? I on Stars. Oh, okay. Um, I've watched the first couple of episodes, to be honest. So far, it's a bit dry. Okay. Not really, don't no, know. Tended. No, I kind of wanted to, I wanted to, I wanted to kind of get really bought into it. Mm. So I love the, 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 the comic book's fantastic. Brian K. Board, and they're both on board. Um, I can't remember the other chap's name, but they're on board as a executive, uh, uh, producers and stuff. Okay. They've got input, and I'm just like, mm, I don't know what's missing. I don't know if I need to persevere. So, um, yeah, watch their space on that one. The other one is American Horror Stories. Yep. So, I haven't started that yet either. Yeah, <laughs> mate. So, mate, it's like, what if there's visions has now popped on? I know. I just, uh, <laughs> this is the problem. I was just like, I have to really, really be. You know, it has to be. I'm in that place now where it has to be good. Because if it's if it's not very good or just yeah, it's all right. I I can't invest why, the time in it. The swerve it's too much. Too much content. Why the last man for now? Definitely. But okay. visions, I reckon you can sit down and watch with um, the kids, mate. So okay, cool. But American Horror Stories is fun, man. I mean, I don't know how how much you've watched American Horror Story. Have you seen all of them? I think either a few of them. I've seen all of them. I've seen like Hotel, I've seen The Witches One, The Covenant, sorry. Uh, I've seen Murder House, I've seen Freak Show, I've seen uh, Did you watch Apocalypse? No, I haven't seen that one. So you've seen some of the later ones. But the the first the first two are like a part part one, part two, and they're they're to do with the murder house. So that could be quite interesting for you to watch. And it's a very interesting take on it. You know, I love that. I love that whole story. 
Um, none of the original characters are back, which is quite interesting, but some of the oh, original, okay. which is cool. Um, I haven't watched the third one just dropped this week and I haven't watched that one yet. Okay. The story looks quite interesting. So, yeah, so I've been a busy boy and I started Creepshow 2. Awesome. Because Creepshow Series 3 dropped today. So I'm going to get through two, and I've watched, um, I think you probably watched it, Model Kid. And, yeah. Uh, was it? Good episode, that. Yeah, Model Kid's great. Yeah, Kevin what, the dude from, um, we talked about it before. Entourage. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the outsiders, uh, Kevin Dillon. He plays a bit of a scumbag, but, um, the, movie. the second part to that first episode, mm. People Television of the Dead or something like that. Yes, yes, I've oh seen that. Oh my god, Necronomicon, man. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. And it's got, um, um, Ted Raimi as well, isn't it? Ted Raimi, yeah, mate, I was very impressed. Uh, so, yeah, so I did like that episode, it's good, it's good. We, so I, I will be continuously doing, I'm going to try to get deep into Shudder because they keep dropping so much that I'm getting lost. I still want to watch, um, I heard on another podcast I listened to, um, they were talking about caveat, saying it's really, really good, definitely worth a watch. So uh, that's another, uh, that's one I want to watch because I've heard some good stuff about that. Uh, uh, the only know. thing I've watched, mate, is um, Cruella. It's got a bit of a horror element to it. Has it? I thought it was damn right good. Uh, I'll admit, I watched Cruella as well. Um, oh, brilliant. Maybe, <laughs> I wasn't going to bring it up, but cracking soundtrack as well. Cracking soundtrack. I'm um, honestly. I could watch that character again. Emma Stone's fantastic. Well, they're doing another movie, mate, so... Yeah. Watch the space. I really enjoyed it for some reason. I don't know why. It was just... It was very compelling. Well done, mate. It's very well done. The sets were beautiful as well. Yeah. Anyway, should we um, get out with some news? Oh, yeah. Full of, full of news, I am. I've got a couple of bits. Okay. Um, just a couple of trailers, which I've watched. Some okay. new movies coming out. Um, one was called While While We Sleep, which is very much um, a sort of another take. Another, considering them remaking The Exorcist, you know, I was having a moan. This is kind of exactly what I've asked for, really. It's a basically another Exorcist movie with a different title. <laughs> all right, okay. Can we get some spider spider leg walking and all sorts I of? I read something about this. Yeah, a lot of creepy kid movement in it. Okay. You know. Moving too fast and stuff like that, so I don't know. I, I, I think that's coming out on October the first on streaming services, so I might check that one out if it comes on somewhere I can view oh it. God, that's the thing. Every, everything's going to drop in it. October is just going to be a whitewash of bloody movies. It's just a tidal wave of not enough time. I to be watching it in freaking March, April. Well, talking about October, there's uh, <laughs> another one for Netflix which is coming out on the twentieth. Um, which is a film called Night Teeth, which is another vampire movie, um, starring, uh, Lucy, uh, Lucy Fry from Bright, uh, Debbie Ray, uh, Ryan from Insatiable. Don't know if you saw, you caught that TV show, probably not. No. Um, Alfie Allen's in it. Oh, and, I like Alfie. Uh, Megan Fox as well. Oh, cool. And it's about these couple of girls who gets in a, gets in a, a cab. And you get them to drive around, and I think they're doing vampire stuff throughout the night. So, I don't know, man. It, the, the trailer looked very cool. Well, I'm going to say right now, that's the only vampire news we're going to be covering on this episode. Isn't it? Anything what? else you've got? You, anything else you want to bring up? Are you sure? You sure you don't want to talk about... You had a bit of a bit of sad news, didn't you? Lost Boys. You don't want to talk about Lost Boys? 
not, I don't know what you're on about. You're going to bring that one up. I have no idea what you're on about, honestly. There's right. only one Lost Boys movie, mate. They're, they're not remaking anything. They're not going to get anything. Starring the little boy from, from me. the anyway, Is that all the news you've got? It's in development, guys. Have you got anything else? Anything else? You don't want to talk about the Lost Boys. Anything else? What you got? (laughs) Any Lost Boys news? So, I was listening to the Empire podcast, and this is really, really interesting. So I want want all ears on this. Now, Karen Gillan, she's directed and written a lot of stories and shorts and stuff. And she was on a podcast, and apparently she's writing a script right now for a movie called Axe Wound. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm ready. I mean, <laughs> is it the Axe Wound I'm thinking of? <laughs> wow, she said she said she is a bit of both. So I was like, oh my god! So apparently, it's, it's based on the kind of short she's got on YouTube. All her shorts are on YouTube. You can watch them. But there's a, a YouTube, um, uh, sorry, a short movie she's put on YouTube called um, Conventional, and it's about. Um, kind of like a kind of scream queen at a, a convention. I haven't watched it yet, but it seems it seems quite interesting. But apparently it's kind of based loosely around that, but it's, this is going to be a feature-length film that comes out, hopefully. But that sounds pretty cool. So I was like, nice, I'm all in. Um, she's pretty cool as well. I like her. Also, did you hear about Let the Right One In, the TV show? No. So apparently it's in the works. Uh, ten episodes. Um, obviously we had the the US remake that went so great. Um, but yeah, uh, apparently it's, it's 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 like in the works right now as we speak. And I've got a little bit a little bit of information on it here. So um, obviously, like the Swedish movie came out back in two thousand eight, which spawned an American remake um, a couple of years later. The vampire t- tale is now headed to a small screen, as well as we recently learned that Showtime has ordered a pilot episode of a potential series um, with uh, Damien Belcher from the who did The Nun attached to Star. So that sounds pretty awesome. Ten episodes. So we'll see what happens. So. I like uh, the Swedish one. So if they keep to that sort of side of the story, um, I mean, there's a book as well, which I quite fancy reading at some point. Um, I think it's based on, but yeah, that's another vampire story mm. there. There's, oh yeah, there's... we did have more vampire movie news. <laughs> well, there, there is the some, good stuff, the good there stuff. Is some other vampire anyway, Carrying on, I just want to talk about something that's coming out in October. Have you seen the horror themed vans? Oh, dude, I forgot to bring that up. Yeah, man, I'm glad you did. Shit, the bed. How cool. Oh, have you seen the Freddy ones, the Shining ones? They've got Jason, they've got It. Yeah, and I, I mean the 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 Freddy ones, and sorry, the um, the It one looks very cool, and the Friday Thirteen looks very cool, but they're like sort of low, low, low vans, checks sort of things. Uh, so the Freddy ones are high tops. But no, the Freddy ones and the Shining ones are both high yeah. tops. So yeah. I think I will be picking a purchase between one of those two. Maybe the Freddy ones look fucking awesome. Yeah, they, I, I wish I could afford them more, but um. Yeah, it all depends how fast they sell out. I bet they'll sell out real fast. Hopefully not. Fingers crossed, but they look I mean, really... I don't even know if they're going to be in Amer- uh, England or America. Then. Oh, they'll, they'll be here, mate, because um, we got the Marvel ones, so we should we should get them. Um, but, yeah, watch our social media. Watch or look at our social media, because I will be posting pictures up of those. Um, 
have you seen a little bit of good news? Candyman has broke 70 million at the box office. That's dollars, but how crazy is that? How good, good is that? good numbers, man. That's good numbers. So good for horror, man. So good. So, so good. Um, last bit. <laughs> Sorry, Carol. It's the season. <laughs> it's the season for horror. It is crazy. So, my last bit of news. This sounds awesome, and I think you're going to dig this because this is our wheelhouse, mate. So, last week, the first of images from director Casey Tebow's Black Friday, starring Bruce Campbell and Devin Sawa. So, from Idle Hands. Yep, that's correct. Okay. Arrived online in anticipation of its world premiere at Fantastic Fest this week. Now, the film has landed distribution before its premiere, Screen Media, has acquired the rights and are planning to give the film a theatrical VOD release in November. So basically, on the busiest shopping night of the year, which is obviously Black Friday, a group of disgruntled toy store employees must defend themselves from legions of holiday shoppers when a mysterious alien parasite turns them into monstrous creatures hell-bent on murdering rampages. Why isn't this this been done already? (laughs) That's going to be insane, mate. Yeah. Bruce Campbell back on the screens, mate. How cool is that? I'm all for that, yeah. That sounds quality. That's good. Good bunch of news, man. We've got something to talk about from our uh, last episode as well, haven't we? Where we had Geordie Paul on. Geordie, man. Don't say it. Geordie man. Times. Yeah, go on. This is, uh, was it Steve Newbold? Yeah, Steve Newbold. So he, he has his own comic and everything. He's an amazing artist. Um, and basically he posted on our Instagram and tagged us in it. Um, he's done an art piece of artwork from the last episode where we were talking about Geordie man. How funny it would be if it was a Newcastle guy called Jewelry Man. He says name five times in the mirror. And he's done an amazing illustration with so much detail. Like the more you look at it, the more you notice. So it's basically like I, I, I will post it up on all our social medias for everyone to see. But it basically says at the top, dare you say his name five times. And it says Jewelry Man, the Pablo Stevo film. Obviously, that's Jewelry Paul from the last episode. And it says chilling. Draw One Last Breath podcast. And then in the little speech bubbles, it says, Ari Pitt, will you be my victim like? That's my worst Geordie accent ever. But it's a picture. It's literally, I can't get over the the Jimmy Nail picture. It's like, it's proper Jimmy Nail. Like, he's holding a bottle of Nuki Brown as well. That's it. And he's got a Newcastle United shirt. Oh, sorry. Newcastle um, shirt on. Uh, and it looks insane. It's so good. Thanks for doing that, um, Steve. Oh, you're an absolute ledge. And I know he listens to the pod, and he's a complete legend, mate. And that is brilliant. Um, right, you got to give him a shout. Give, give his little Instagram tag. Definitely, I'd love a, I'd love a, uh, uh, image of that. Um, so I could put it in a frame in my room because that's fucking awesome. Really. Now, what, what is his Instagram? Where, where was his Instagram? His Instagram is. S Newbold 70 FN6. Um, and he's got his, all his stuff about his, um, comic. Um, it's called C, um, sorry, SCI, Superhuman Crime Investigators. Uh, and it's all up there and how you can get hold of it and the places you can get it. But he does some amazing artwork. Um, in the past as well, he's drawn me as, uh, 
as Rick from The Walking Dead. Um, and it's fucking amazing. I'm going to post that up as well, see? Because it's brilliant. It's just ace. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Bert. Love that. Anyway, now I think it's time to move on from our, to our main review. I'm having visions. Dr. Florence Weaver was found brutally murdered in her home this morning. Did you know her? No, but I saw her die. I'm seeing things. I'm seeing murders. As they're happening. Hello? Right, this episode's main review. We get to see a new movie, Out of the Water. He's come back to our horror screens. James Wan. What did he give us? A film called Malignant. An 18 rated movie. Oh, I was happy to see that certification. Um, the movie is about a woman called Madison. Um, and she is paralyzed by shocking visions of grisly murders and a torment worth worsens as she discovers that these waking dreams are in fact terrifying realities <laughs> I mean this movie stars Maddie Hassan as Sydney Annabelle Wallace as Madison they're like sisters um, the movie follows a fucking weird kind of sinister insidious tone to the hot to, to, to it um, it has like a haunted house vibe with touches of lights out and and just like a level of like tension and suspense and an incredible um 80s sort of um music an 80s soundtrack sort of running through it you get that 80s synth as well as this incredible b-movie way the way it's shot is kind of real a real b-movie vibe and even the, the whole story and tale in the end is just very fucking creature feature is so good and different i mean that's my view on it matt what did you what were your thoughts on this initially um i was pretty bored at the start i was pretty much like uh, you know am i gonna see another bump in the night scary um kind of demon kind of like yeah seen it all before there we go is it gonna be a painting by numbers horror and for the first, I'd say, probably 30 minutes, I was like, oh, you know, some dodgy acting in there. You know, I was like, oh. and then, and then it basically changed into a masterpiece. <laughs> Un-fucking-believable. I mean, we're going to talk spoilers in this. But initially, I was thinking, what is going on? What is going on? And then it clicked inside my brain, something inside there that James Wan is like literally tapped into. And then it started rolling and rolling and rolling. I'm like, this is more my kind of thing. This is cool. This is getting better. Oh my fucking God. This is weird. Absolutely batshit bonkers. But done perfectly well. He knew what he was doing. 
It's literally he drew us all in with like all the kind of like yeah know, the the, the modern sort of yeah the circus modern uh, horror tropes of uh, you know shadows and creepy sort of creatures sort of running about. Um, and I just know. I didn't want it to be that deep down. I don't want to see another country. And I don't you know that's for that. I don't want to see another insidious. I don't want to see another demon movie. I just don't. I don't. I'm sorry, but it's it's like nah. No, I, I mean, and I mean, we had this weird sort of B movie start to it, you know, and it was like, what the fuck is this? And you're, I think, and you're thinking, is this a physical creature? Is this what is this uh, antagonist that we're sort of um, that we're dealing with throughout the movie? And I was saying, oh shit, that it was that it was good. It was well shot. It was cleverly shot, and it did, you know, give me. The goosebumps, as I usually get, very well done, tense and stuff like that, and freak me out, like exactly like you said. But then I was just like, like the 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 kills that started to come off, and the way when they started to explore um, her paralysis and her sort of visions, I was like, okay, this is a, this is a cool vibe. Why? What's the, what's the connection? I was really intrigued. Um, and the and the kills were fantastic and gross and over the top and what the fuck is this creature? And it was creepy the way they did it, but I still wasn't enough. Mm. And then you're like, where the fuck is this creature come from? And the investigation behind it and the way that it moved and <laughs> it was they're fucking freaky. But the the whole the whole thing was like cleverly shot. It was very it, it sort of brought you in. It built that story very cleverly i thought it just left you sort of like mm, and then it and it really smashed you all over the face so then, I mean. it reels you in doesn't it It reels you in by giving you this kind of like standard a to z kind of like oh here we go typical james one and then 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 it just slaps you around the fucking face and goes wake the fuck up now you're going to see some shit and this that's what i loved about it it was just it is it is like his like love letter to horror it's just got loads of stuff and it's obvious like we we chatted about very briefly we chatted about it you said to me like mate it's got it's got like um basket case vibes well this totally is, has that is a big spoiler so you know yeah we're, we're going to that aren't we yeah the <laughs> um so so sydney played by the amazing maddie has great sort of um she's got a couple of good horror notes behind her in in annabelle so she's been in james you know and that, that sort of um, conjuring well before Madison. Madison is her name, isn't it? Yeah, sorry, that's Annabelle Wallace. So Madison yeah. is Madison. Sydney is uh, the sister, um, played by Maddie Hassan. She's she was in We Sum um, We Sum in the Darkness along with uh, Alexander Daddario. Yeah, you know, won't talk about that. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, sorry, Madison. Um, we we're following her, and she's um, this uh, pregnant. Uh, she's pregnant. She's got a kind of abusive boyfriend who we see um, smashes her. I mean, that was quite a tough little opener, really. Yeah. Smashes her, like, real forcefully against the wall and cracks the wall. And it's like, shit. And she's locked the door. And then suddenly sleeping downstairs and this fucking, what's going on? It's like, he's he doesn't go away quietly and stuff. Like that. He goes away very nastily. And um, then this thing stalks her, and you're like, oh, God, is this a demon, like, paranormal activity in the house? Like, what the fuck? The light's flickering, you know, there's telltale size um, of of, of this thing, which they gave us at the start. 
but as it progresses um and the kills sort of like follow a pattern and you're like okay this has brought us back to the start now where we saw the sort of this kind of weird therapy going on and and uh, and then the, the the reason that he's the, the kill orders becoming clear it's like revenge and stuff like that uh, but she can see it all and so she's relaying these this information to the to the cops and her sister and, and all this stuff and she's also kind of a suspect as well which is quite interesting and then you get to learn why she is so connected mm. dude man wh- how did you did when did you realize what was going on well, it was, I found it a bit weird. I was like, why wouldn't you go to the hospital when you've got, like, literally blood pissing out your head for a start? I get it. It would have, like, you know, it would have ended the film a lot earlier <laughs> for a start. Um, I didn't... I, I'll be honest. I didn't see it going down that far a route. I thought, for a, for a moment, I thought it was going to be a telepathic kinesis thing possibly even a, a, of a, a twin or something like this going on but then when it actually got to the part i was like ah that makes sense but i didn't see it coming and no. that's what i loved i didn't see it coming and i've heard a lot of things like there's so many mixed reviews loads of people there's like, some people that hate it there's people that absolutely love it there's people that said that, 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 that it's funny in places and I can see why they think it's funny because when, you know, they're, they're, if you're, if you don't know the sort of genres of, of, of what it's obviously tipping its hat to and know about all those other things, maybe you won't quite get it and you will be completely weirded out by it and think that's bonkers. Because, but because, because you and yourself and I have seen these absolutely nuts films that have been around for years since the, you know, eighties and stuff like that, that, we we were like, wow, this is this is something different. You know, yeah, not not different, but this is this is cool to see this sort of stuff again. And going back to the soundtrack as well, it's so weird the soundtrack because in places it was like pure eighties synth, and then it was like kind of nineties kind of like guitar riff music that sounded like the Pixies. It sounded like it was like a a, ve- a very very Pixie riff, but yeah, but. Yeah, just a crazy film. But yeah, that's where there was like nods to Insidious and, and Sinister and stuff like that in terms of those sort of musical touches. But yeah, back to the basket case sort of riff. It was um, when we sort of get the plaster ripped off and we get to realise that actually this thing <laughs> hasn't been fully removed from her. And oh my God, it's like perfect. It's like, okay, that makes fucking... That kind of, it's in a stupid way, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, all right. He smashed her head against the wall, and so it all woke the woke fucking thing inside her skull. Oh, little dinosaur, the little dinosaur arms that he had. Um, but yeah, it, it's almost like, reminds you of kind of Total Recall in terms of the what they're dealing with, where... I've I got vibes of brain dead. Yeah! Big vibes of brain dead, like, as well. Definitely. I loved it. It was such a weird little creature thing. <laughs> and when you saw, there's this, when it sort of finally becomes the big unveil and she's in prison because she's, which is, oh, that was so fucking weird. Yeah. Putting her in a, in a gen pop when she's, when she's accused of murder. And so let's stick her in a holding cell with a load of weird. With uh, no cops 
on have like no, know, keep was... an eye out, you know. They're all screaming and now I wonder why. <laughs> they're in a big city. They're in a small city and it's almost felt like a Seattle. Yeah, it, it felt like they put her in some kind of a downtown. Yeah, it was very weird. And then she got like set upon, and now I thought, oh, fucking hell, this doesn't go on anymore. Come on. But you know, that added to the whole, that whole beam movie vibe of why not? And then it's sort of like, we yeah. Had to get, we had to get to that stepping stone of like, let's get a killing spree. Oh my god. <laughs> that last 20 minutes is fucking incredible. And I think that's where the humour comes from because the movement is so insane. Yeah, like, it's so well done though, isn't it? It's just the, the, the transformation into the way the body is, and it, it, it literally—I know it's probably someone that is kind of like a contortionist or something, and parts and a bit of CGI thrown in. But it's so weird, isn't it? It's so fucking weird. Oh my god! But she goes to town. She starts killing the whole precinct, or she, he, or whatever this fucking little weird creature that's still. That was still tucked in the skull. What's his bloody name? What? What was his name? Gabriel. Gabriel that's Gabriel, it. Man. Gabriel. And he was like, <laughs> he sort of takes over a body, and then he becomes. He apparently, somehow, whatever reason, we don't care. Doesn't that's not important. For whatever reason, he's superhuman, uh, or not human, or whatever the fuck, and he can move and he can kick the shit out of everyone and break people's faces, and he just absolutely ruins this police force it's in, it's awesome to see mm. it's just carnage it is carnage for about 20 minutes it's so cool and it's sort of like it, there's a bit with like because i think before her mum was discovered in the in her attic which i kind of guess earlier on i thought she was upstairs because it was a weird old that house was cool and then she but when the way she fell through the fucking ceiling i thought it was ace right in front of the police <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious but yeah and then like the you know and then you get that hot that's that's that cringy b-movie sort of ending you know where oh i'm gonna take over your body and actually i'm gonna become i'm gonna beat you gabriel and all that sort of cringiness at the end you know but she still does she she still because she sort of plants the idea i thought when when i saw her like just shoot her sister I was just like, fuck. I was giving it a round of applause in my head. I was like, that's awesome. Yeah, just no, just don't let up. Don't let up. Just make it brutal. Kill everyone and just, like, live. You know, yeah. like they did in Basket Case. <laughs> Little tumor thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. I, I, I had a smile on my face coming out of this. I don't, I don't know if you enjoyed it as much as I did, but I, I, I did fucking thoroughly... Like, no, I, enjoy, I enjoyed it a hell of a lot. Um, It, it was just... Uh, I think it's uh, it just obviously led me down that garden path at the start, and I was getting a bit. Uh, I just don't want it to. I was like, and then I was pleasantly, really pleasantly surprised, really pleasantly surprised. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was just crazy, and and it's so different for him to just go out there and do something that's out there and, and different. Which was really really cool. Yeah, and he could, he's had his success from being doing you know overseeing all the conjuring sort of movies and stuff, mm. and you know success with Aquaman. Mm. He didn't have to do this is like his. It's like I want a bit of fun, and it reminded me of, reminded me that you know he's probably like James like James Gunn. He's got that love of horror. He's got that love of movies, 
and he's almost him and James Gunn's had a twat, a, a chat, and he's like, remember and he's like, remember when I did Sliver? And he's like, all right, I'm going to do something stupid. Watch this. <laughs> and it's fucking great. I think it's, I just think this was fantastic. This I just think great. as well, if you're a real horror fan, you'll get it. I think if you're, if you're, if you're a, a, a fan that just goes to the big, massive movies, like the Country Universe movies, only at the cinema, you might not really get it. And I'm not trying to be a horror snob. I'm just saying I just don't think you might not get it because because it's it's like oh this is jokes this is this is silly, but in fact it's actually it's just doing a really really good job of just bringing a load of different things into one and making it his own. Yeah, it's definitely That's got like I liked it. yeah, it's been licked with um, horror movies and stuff like that, which is fantastic. So there's an air of his originality twist on a, a on a tale that sort of we have seen before, but fucking great, absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad we did. We we decided to go and watch this. And yeah, end. I'm glad. Yeah. You almost didn't. <laughs> I was. I was from the trailer. You know. Yeah, I know. It seems to be something different. That's all I'm going to say. Mm, definitely, I fucking enjoyed this one. What we're going to rate this, and mate? Should we get on to rating this bad boy? I mean, I want to give it a ten, but I'm going to give it a nine for now because um, uh, it just made me smile, and I walked out with a smile on my face like that from watching a horror movie in a long time, and it still creeped me out at the beginning because like those movies, those movies do. They've got a formula, and the formula works on me. <laughs> so there you go. So yeah. nine, a big fat fucking nine out of ten for me. Good for that. Literally, I just think I'd probably go just one lower if it was me, but I'll I'll sell for a nine um, because it it was really different and it's cool to see and see that sort of horror in the cinema as well. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's awesome. So that's a draw one last breath horror podcast. Nine breaths out of ten. Woohoo! Okay, what we doing next episode, mate? Two weeks time. What can we possibly fit in in the next two weeks? No <laughs> I don't know. We got um, what's that? Uh, Edgar, Edgar Wright at some point, but I think we, that might not be in the next two weeks. Um, last night in Soho, wasn't it? Or um, Halloween Kills is at the end of November. This bite. So I don't know. There's, there is some movies coming out in the next couple mm. of weeks, so we're just gonna have to watch. I think it's gonna. Be, I don't think it's gonna be the cinema though. May, I don't, Antlers hasn't got a uh, release date yet. Um and so I think it might be a Netflix jobby, but we shall see. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep an eye on the cinema because they love just stuffing random horrors, especially this time of year. So we shall see what's going on with that. Cool. Anyone got any suggestions for the next couple of weeks? Just let us know. Sweet. Let's move on to our something to scream about. What do you want from me? Why don't you run from me? What are you wondering? Why do you know? Why aren't you scared of me? Why do you care for me? When we all fall asleep, where do we go? Alright, this episode's something to scream about. I sent Matt a text, because I've just seen some funny things on Twitter recently. I don't know why, this is daft. And probably it's a cop-out, but I thought it was funny. Um, people have been doing like their names in uh, like and put like a horror movie for each letter of your name matt uh, matt did you go with matt cartner or did you go with matthew cartner 
Well, I did both, so just in case. Okay, I prefer Matthew because it's longer. So yeah, so I said it's Matt a challenge and myself to sort of come up with um, putting our take on the horror movie for each letter of our name. So in my case, it'd be Paul Butcher. Should we do first names first and then do surnames? Let's do it. I'll let you do your... I want to hear what you got for your first name. So, I'll, I'll go with Matthew just to make it a bit more interesting. Okay. So, so for M, I've gone for Malignant. Ooh, very apt to like it, you know. Like it. the podcast. Synergy. A, I've gone, I've gone a little bit deep on this one. Alice, sweet Alice. Oh, cracking. <laughs> T, had to be nothing more than Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, good choice. Another T for Terror Train. Check out our previous podcast for that one. (laughs) H had to be for hosts, bringing it to the UK. Nice. Or hosts. (laughs) Uh, E is for Evil Dead. And W was Wicker Man. Ooh, good little picks there, mate. A lot of the ones that we've done for the horror podcast, you know, the podcast as well. All right. That'd be fun to do. A mover in the vault. What you got, mate? What you got from your first name then, Paul? Oh, I went Pauline. for Poltergeist. Yes. Love it. Let's kick that one off. Um, A, I went for uh, Annabelle. Geordie mm. Paul's favourite movie, that. Fucking great. Um, you, Urban Legend. Oh, he's <laughs> shocker. Yeah. <laughs> And then a the little L. cameo from Mr. Um, Robert England in as well. Yeah, it's a great movie. Did you uh, ever do that thing at school where, because, you know, they say about the, the pop rocks and then he, drinking soda. Were you really, I was afraid to do that after I saw that movie, just know. in case I died. It's a great movie, that. We should definitely pick that one up at some point. Oh, Hold up, mate. I don't know. We'll have to go back one day, maybe. There's three, there was like uh, two sequels as well. Mm. <laughs> No, fucking great. Um, L, I went for let the right one in. Ooh. Not let me in. Not the American one. Nice. Don't be silly. You made the right choice. Well done. Definitely. That's also a future, a future Mm -hmm. fucking watch. Absolutely. 100%. So my surname, if no one knew out there, is Kartner. So I went for C. Wait, like this, you're like this. Cabin Fever. More synergy. We can say cabbage man then. <laughs> cabbage. I've watched that. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> A is obviously Ameri- an American werewolf in London. Nice. I allow it. R is for wreck. Good. Good. We also T- done. T is for terrifier. Also done. Uh, done that one on the podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> N is for nightbreed. <laughs> did you go through all of that? Oh, I did. I did. I did. Okay. I just picked this out my head. I like this one. E is for Eden Lake. Ah, fucking hell, that's dark, man. Yeah, that is dark. And R for Reanimator. Nice. Yeah, fucking Eden Lake, man. That's got, is that Fassbender in that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's a good, that's a really fucked up movie. I don't like that one. And it's got a matey boy from This Is England, isn't it? Thomas Chagos. That's it, yeah. Thomas Chagos. Old funky eye. Mr. Butcher. Mate, you'll love this one. Himself, butcher. You'll you'll love this one. You remember watching this at one of my horror, my uh, my Halloween parties? Bad biology. 
Yeah. Ones who, anyone who hasn't seen that, it's basically about a uh, woman who has sex and gives birth to a demon baby every time she does. But but the thing is, the weird thing is, we were at your Halloween party, right? I've got to set the scene because me and another guy called Kev were sat there. We were pretty pissed. But the thing is, there's music on. There's no sound on the movie. And you just put it on and it's just like I couldn't help but just watch it. So I watched pretty much the whole movie with no sound. And I've never seen the movie. And it's just so weird. I'm going to have to watch it with sound. I have it's, to. it's got a guy with a... With his dick, like a killer dick. Well, that's what it? I remember. There's a little dick going through like the, the skirting board and stuff and running away. <laughs> oh, great movie. Um, you, you again. You again? Was, oh shit! Yeah. Go on. Undead. Oh. That Australian fucking zombie movie, man. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I love. What other horrors begin with you? Underworld. Underworld. Unborn. Unborn. Yeah, that's a movie. That's. Not very good. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Can't think of any others. I just shied. <laughs> I just shied. Um, Unholy. Unholy, yeah. That's uh, that's recent, wasn't it? No one. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Keep going, mate. Move me use. <laughs> um, T, I went for They Live. Classic. Yeah. Or The Thing. Oh, thing. I was thinking John Carpenter at the time. Uh, see, I went for Candyman. Candyman. The last episode. H, I went for Hell Knight. <laughs> how much I enjoyed that one. <laughs> Love that. Oh, Linda Blair, bless her. E, I was, I kept on thinking, I had Elephant Man in my head for ages. <laughs> Elephant Man? Uh, I mean, it's quite a horrid film. I don't know. Um, horrid to him, yeah, but. But I didn't copy you. I didn't go for Evil Dead. I went for Event Horizon. Oh, that's a cl- that's a good one. That's a future rewatch, isn't it, for the old vault? Could have had End of Days with Arnold Schwarzenegger, maybe. Does that count? Uh, kind of, yeah. And then uh, I went with uh, one of my favourites, Return of the Living Dead. Mm. We love that one. Tarman. Brilliant. There's our list. Perfect. Send us yours. Keep keep this little horror fad going for a while, <laughs> shall we? <laughs> I'm sure it's probably going on for ages. I've just never seen it. But there we go. That's our little... No, that's fun. I like that. It's good. Maybe, maybe we'll do middle names one day, but I don't think you have one, do you? Yeah, I do. That's mm-hmm. how much of a good friend you are. Oh, I know. <laughs> is it Jane? Yeah, it is. It's it is. the same as mine. <laughs> exactly. Why did you not know that? I obviously did. I just did. I told you. Uh, Reading you in. Right, there we go. Something to scream about. Like I said, get involved. If you have any suggestions for us, let us know and we shall partake or answer those lovely questions that you have. Um, Right, let's go on to our movie from the vault.
So on this movie from the vault, Geordie Paul picked out the bag, the 2005 film Hostel. So this is an Eli Roth movie, and it is about three backpackers that head to Slovakia, in a city that promises to meet their hedonistic expectations with no idea of the hell that awaits them. I have I've not seen this film for a while. I went to I believe we went to the cinema and watched this one. We did, yes. I own it on Blue Rizzle. I've had that for a while, and I did dig it out a few years back, probably about six years, six, five or six years ago, when I was doing my trying to do the thirty-one days of horror for October, and I watched it then. Thoughts, Mr. P. Butcher. Wow, I remember this bad boy. Big time. I bet you do. Directed first, probably 40 minutes. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of discussion around this movie at the time of it coming out. Um, directed by Eli Roth, written by Eli Roth. Some great names in the uh, credits, though. Special effects, sort of done by, Greg Nic- uh, by Gregory Nicotero. Gregory Nicotero. Gregory Nicotero. <laughs> and Kurtzman was also involved. Yeah. Two men we've both met. We have. I haven't met Eli Ruff, unfortunately. Um, Stars Jay Hernandez as Paxton, Derek Richardson as Josh, the two American backpackers. Didn't include the the Icelandic one. I thought he was... It's mainly around... It mainly follows Paxton, I suppose, more than anything. Wow. It leads you to believe a little bit that it's the other guys at the start. And I forgot how much they centred around him. There's about 40 minutes of build-up in this movie. I, f- I couldn't remember it being that long. It's 40 minutes of build-up, like, of them, of like, sort of getting, you know, partying, mm. um, the sex, the titty. A little bit of partying. <laughs> a lot of partying and boobies and sorry, going to Jesus, Slovakia and all this sort of stuff and, you know, meeting the seductive girls and all this sort of stuff and getting to understand the hostel. And then it's like 40 minutes until we really get to see kind of what this movie is actually about. And you're sort of like... Okay, what the f- kind of frig are we watching? And it was like, I'll find it. Uh, yeah, I'm, I think I think it it kind of needs that that build up of like I know they're trying to character build and stuff, but the obviously I I don't know is it the start of it doesn't hold up in these times at the moment, does it? It's like you got to be honest. I mean, there's a bit where they go to club and uh, Paxton, the main character. Is like drunk and they get chucked out, and he's like, "Ah, oh, don't go in there; it's full of fags." And it's like, this is only two thousand and five; ain't that long ago. And it's just like you think how kind of unacceptable that would be now, which is a bit weird. And um, yeah, there's a lot of like it's almost like a X-rated. Uh, kind of American Pie movie at the start, almost. Yeah, a lot of drug, <laughs> like drug taking. Yeah. Um, even the fashion is just like horrible, and it all the baggy clothes and and the t shirt with the long sleeve underneath, and the lots of gel in the hair, and and uh, yeah, and there's a dodgy music and some dodgy dancing in there as well. We get an Eli cam, and I, I don't know if you saw the Eli. Absolutely. Yeah, in the in the Amsterdam cafe. That's correct. Laughing yeah. at some dude doing a bong, um, <laughs> and also a bit of uh, the pulp fa- pulp fiction. So obviously, this was this was uh, 
Ela Roth was a non-entity at this time. Uh, wow. Done, done cabin fever. Yeah, which was very, well. which was very good actually. But like, uh, he he didn't. Um, this sort of given when we saw this, we was like Quentin Tarantino's name was on it. Quentin Tarantino presents, exactly. and now it's like executive producer. Yeah, and now it's like Eli Roth presents stuff. Mm-hmm. It's so different. Like you think like fifteen years on and stuff like that. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we get a little Pulp Fiction nod in the hostel on the TV as well. Love mm-hmm. those little touches. Yeah. Um, yeah, the the scariest thing about this movie is the child gang. Bubblegum? Bubblegum. <laughs> Give them fucking money. You have a, a bunch, I mean, you know, we have, we have this, I have this running joke, you know, how many, how many like 10 year olds could you, could you be, be up at one time? And I don't know, I wouldn't miss with these fuckers for some reason. They did not give a fuck. <laughs> give them, give them whatever they want. Give them some cigarettes and move on with your life. Not worth it. So I mean, like the premise of the story, right? There's, there's no the, the bare bones of it. They want they want to fuck really good looking chicks, and this fucking nerdy dude just basically tells them, "Oh yeah, you should go to this place. It's like in the middle of nowhere, and it's like a, a two hours drive this way." No, it's not in the middle of nowhere. It's Slovakia. No, they have to they have to get a train, and then they have to get a taxi. It's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, right. Yeah, but it's like that whole sort of, we don't obviously, I don't know if we have it as much. The whole backpacking around Europe is like definitely a very American, very, very American thing. Um, And this is sort of like a, (laughs) I know, that nightmare story that everyone hears. Don't go to these fucking, don't go to this hostel because you'll get fucked up. Don't get lured in by the the pretty women with the boobs hanging out all the time. Or apparently, all Europeans walk around with their boobs out. Yeah. <laughs> but you're right. It's like lures them in. It's like this is the best women. They are the prettiest women. Go here. They won't fuck you, and that's why they go. Look there. at these photos. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there is that great atmosphere, that tone, um, of building up, and then we get into the sort of like the hostel that we sort of remember, the reason why we remember these movies, there's three of them, the torture porn, the sort of like, um, the torture side of it is fucking nasty. Mm-hmm. It is really, really gritty, uh, visceral, and does not hold back. I mean, the second one probably doesn't hold back even more. <laughs> but, the, you know, this one does definitely whet your appetite for what they're going to introduce in the next couple of movies fuck me there are some uh, nasty little things they do to people especially when you see those flashes like walking past the sort of different rooms which I, which is kind of like I think the best parts of the movie which is why they explored it more in the second one it's like okay what the fuck is going on in that room what is going on in that room? Shit, what are you doing to that person? What? That's weird you say that. Now thinking of it, at the start, it's kind of parallels because so that Josh is walking through the brothel and he stumbles on things like, you know, like people getting whipped and bondage and stuff. And it's, and it's like, it's discovering that kind of a level of different people. Like, obviously this is to do with frills and how far they can take it. And then this... As a parallel, you're right. It's like the rooms are there again, but it's it's dirty, it's seedy, it's like fucking weird, and it's like very strange. Peeling skin off, taking teeth out. You know, I mean, poor 
Um, we don't really, we do get to kind of see, um, Josh's demise in a way. I'm kind of glad because he, he, I put in here was, I put, um, I put it right down here, something like Josh Pussbag. He's annoying and it's just like, he keeps going on about his ex, he screams like a girl. Um, and, and I was like, I, I kind of like, I'm glad that he's getting like killed. Is that bad? I, I didn't mind either of them. To be honest, I mean, I know we have, we have a Paxton as a sort of a hero-ish, but like, couldn't give a fuck about either of them. Do you know what? what bags, as far as I'm concerned, really kill them both, chop the red off. Turned me off a, a lot was made me go ah a bit more than anything else was the fact that they puke on this house or <laughs> hanging down. It's like this horrible orange kind of sick just all over their face, and uh, that was more gross than anything else. I think like. I was like, I don't want to see that. Get on to drilling his knee now. Come on. Yeah, that was good. And the Achilles bit and stuff like that. And then obviously, they're, they're a nice little tie-up with the pervy guy on the train who's mm. the actual, who's, you know, who's actually wants to do, do the, uh, is doing the torture and stuff mm. like that. paying for the privilege. It's bit, and, you know, we later find out in the movie, in other movies that, that people are bidding for the privilege to kill or torture or do whatever they want to these fucking, um, these people, because that's the thrill. <laughs> oh my fucking word! Um, but I, I suppose the, the 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 Paxton doesn't really get it that much. I mean, he loses a couple of fingers. Yeah, so. it's um, it's a, there's a lot less because I, I've probably because I've seen all three movies. I think I watched them all in pretty much a row, one by like one on consecutive days. I've, there's a lot less torture than I remember because obviously, you know, you do get um, Josh and then you get Paxton. Um, <clears throat> but they, I thought for some reason I thought there's a lot more torture. But I do, I do love the fact that um, the the torture scene with Paxton when he's because he can uh, speak fluent German and the oh, guy specifically was it Dutch was it? Dutch, I thought it was German. And he goes, ah, oh, I, I specifically want an American. And then they bring him in, and he's like, definitely American, look at his passport, look at his passport, look. Oh, okay, cool, he's American, I'll kill him, great. And then he starts to talk to him in Dutch then, uh, and, and he don't like it, he doesn't like it that he's talking in his tongue. And he's like, goes and gets a ball gag. <laughs> and it's like, oh, fuck. And then he spews up whilst having the ball gag in, and he's like, no, nope, I don't want him to die like that, no, 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 he's not dying like that, take it off. And it's just fucking... Cra- that bit is crazy yeah, when he trip. runs in with that chainsaw it's fucking awesome Love trip, that bit. trips up on the chainsaw I and mean, then this is Paxton's escape which is great and he, he has but, a little bit of a hero moment with uh, I mean that's probably the worst part of the whole movie isn't it let's be honest special it, effects as well fucking awesome that, are, that eye is just fucking crazy man Oh, when he goes when he goes back to try and set why you go back you fuck that you know that? that's one of the um Japanese tourists, wasn't it? The backpackers goes back to save her, and that part is gross. Yes, but very, very good eyes. The eye thing, man, is just like yeah. Just to cut the eye off. <laughs> Do you know what scene? And even watching it yesterday when I watched it, really like is is fantastic. A fantastic scene. Um, is where Paxton finds the locker room and then there's another American in there 
and he is like the worst of the worst. And the dialogue between them is so brilliant. And that guy, I don't even know his name. And I'm not sure what else has been in, but he's fucking fantastic. He's from Suits. He has a really main role from Suits. The, he's brilliant. The, the he's one, absolutely the, brilliant. The one that Meghan Mer- um, Merkel, whatever her name is. Meghan Merkel, is that her name? One right, yeah. Like, yeah, the one that she was in. And it's about um, this guy who sort of, gets into a, a lawyer firm without having a fucking the right credentials and that dude is a piece of shit well he's fu- he's fun but he's also a piece of shit he's got that same sort of um attitude all the way through it and this was just before suits right he is, he, he, he is one of my favorite fucking characters in like any tv show and um, this is he's all he's known as is um uh the american client um, it's so funny. It's it's great. But I just thought that that whole scene was brilliant because it really keeps you on edge because he's like, oh fuck, he's gonna get he's gonna get killed here, and then you realise, ah right, he's just like they're literally asking, how did you do? It? How did you do it? Did you do it with a gun? Did you? And you just think Rick, oh. Rick Hoffman, he, he plays Lewis uh, Louis, and I'm yeah. sorry, but Lewis, he, he is just a fucking epitome of just like you you want to hate him, but at the end he's just so. There's something about him. He's like, fucking yeah, just fucking go to town. He slaps people in the face. He's just like, he's such a twat in it. I love it. You've got all, the suits is definitely worth a watch. But yeah, in this, he is that, oh, I'm gonna, should I do it slowly? Should I do it fast? He's like, show me your tattoo, man. He's like, he's a, he's a fucking douchebag. He's the epitome yeah. of a douchebag. But, and he, and, got- and he goes out like a fucking bitch. And it's so funny because when he falls over, he like fucking falls into the light. And I thought it's hilarious the way he just gets shot. And then falls into the light and take, like, it's so funny. It's so funny. But he gets his ass fucking handed to him, which is great. The scene I always remember was the one where Paxton sees the girls and the bloke and he fucking runs them over. I fucking love that bit. And then it's the car behind. Ultimate revenge. But it's the car that's behind that sort of hits the, that runs over the blondie. And oh, no, 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 he, like, he, he backs up over her. No, 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 he doesn't. That's what I thought happened. He doesn't back up. He, the, the car behind that was chasing ends up finishing her off. Oh, did it? I thought he backed up. I thought she gets up and she's like, oh, no, I didn't realise that. Oh, okay, I stand corrected. Because that's what I thought happened. And then you got... That would have been better if you backed up. Hmm. It's like, oh, she's still alive, shit. And then, like, he backs up on her. Like, I'm going to go and tell him he needs to reshoot that and put that in. It's much better. But you get the ch- this is and this is where you get the child gang. Fucking love that bit because they suggest it and then the car because it's so weird how she reaches over and goes and she just has a massive bag of candy. And you think that's a really weird bit in the film, and then you realise why. It just like gives out the candy, doesn't it? Yeah. And that um, bit's fucking crazy. The special effects on that where they're smashing the fucking skulls in. Fucking oof. brilliant. Really, really good. Really good. And then the train, the, the 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 basically the literally train station that's covered with obviously all the the hoodlums looking for him. Um, that's crazy as well. The fact that um, the girl he saves just decides she just sees herself in a mirror and decides that I don't want to look like this. I'm just gonna fucking throw myself in front of a train. And that part was crazy as well. It literally doesn't hold hold anything back. Let's just see every single bit of it. 
Nice. What did you think about Paxton having his revenge on the guy? The ending. It, it was... I remember when I first saw it, because you think, oh, that's the end, it's going to end now. And I quite liked it. I thought it was clever. Because I was like, ah, it's just going to end now. But the fact that that guy was on the train, it was brilliant when you hear his little voice, oh, I prefer everything with my hands. It's like... Mm. That seedy fucking asshole. Very creepy. And that, and I, yeah, I, I, I think that it, it is good because it is that cathartic ending where he really goes to town on him as well. The way he even just kicks the door in and smashes his fucking head in with the door, and then it's just like you couldn't. No one wants to die with their head down the fucking door. Don't they? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? What happens to him? And he's in the second one for like a bit in the beginning. And I think, is it they track him down? Do you know what? I, I can't remember. remember. I have definitely a... in it. I do, I do have a feeling that they end up tracking him down. And, and he in the first bit sequence, it's him getting tortured and killed, I think. <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't know. But I'd have to watch it again because it's got Bijou Phillips in this. Yeah, and it's got the dude from Harry Potter as well. Which one? Um, you know the I can't remember his name now. Vlad, Vlad. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something, you know, yeah, he's in it. Um, yeah, but I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed, I thoroughly enjoyed that at the cinema, and I thoroughly enjoyed rewatching it because it's just like, it's a part of horror, um, that is just crazy. It's no holes barred. Um, I, I I know what you mean, and I think it it sort of does some of I mean some of the fucking fashion, even though the fashion's coming around again now. Um, I don't know. It does hold its place. It definitely holds its place in in horror history. It's, it's that it's that genre. I mean, I know a lot of people go, oh yeah, torture porn. It kicked off, you know, sores out and all this stuff, and it was just like gore was a big thing and. But this was done properly, and it was done, and it has loads of other tropes from other movies, nods to other movies. Obviously, Quentin was heavily involved in it. Um, the blood's awesome. The gore's brilliant. The storyline was different at the time. It didn't really have anything like that. It was just a crazy, crazy storyline. Um, and it did spawn a few sequels, you know? So, fair play to it. I, I think it'll probably come back around again. You wait. It'll probably be a... Re- a reboot of that some at some point, you know. We need to see a new thing from Eli, to be honest. Yeah. To be honest, we shall see. Okay, I don't know what he's up to. Give him a ring. <laughs> have you got any Matt's facts on this? Oh, bloody hell, have I? I'll tell you what, Matt's facts on this, there was, there, I could have gone for days, because there there's absolutely loads of them. Absolutely loads of them. Slap me in the face of them. Well, you know the girls? Did you notice something with them? The two girls they meet up, you know, the bitches. Yeah. So I noticed you, a lot about them. Yeah, I bet you did. But I, this only this time round watching it, I I noticed that as they get progress through the film, they get slightly uglier. <laughs> yeah, they you get do. That? So yeah. like when he meets them in the bar right near the end before they take before that one girl takes it. They've like got hardly any makeup on, and they're just like. But I think that basically it's pers- purposely done throughout the movie, um, to to match their personality changes, which I thought was clever. Yeah, which was which was cool. 
Did you notice when they were at the hostel what room they stayed in, Paul? Was it 237? Absolutely bang on. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I'm not going to lie. I didn't. But when you said it, I was like, oh, I must have no other hotel room. <laughs> 150 gallons of blood was used in this movie. That was three times more than Cabin Fever. And there's a lot of blood in that movie. There's a lot of blood. I mean, there's a lot of dodgy things in that movie and all. That's a mm-hmm. crappy movie to review. It is, yeah. Okay, Bubblegum Gang. Apparently most of those were real kids from around that area. Which is crazy, as you can see it. It's crazy. So, you know the uh, the creepy Dutch businessman that's yeah. kind of eating with his hands? He hardly knew any English when he did this part. He literally learnt his whole role fanatically. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah, he's, he's, and he's very good at being... He's very good at being creepy. Yeah, man. I, 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 he's going to be in some other fucking movies as a weirdo, isn't he? Yeah. Just, just for you kids out there that are wondering what porno the guard was watching, it was called Sex Fever. Ah, I was wondering. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you would be. I'm going to read a little blurb that I found out. This is crazy. The film knocked The Chronicle of Narnia, The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe from 2005 <laughs> off the top spot, both at the box office and when it was released on DVD. The production budget of Chronicles of Narnia is nearly 50 times the 4 million production budget of Hostel, which earned 20 million in its opening weekend alone. I think that's the best Matt's facts you've ever presented to me. It's crazy, isn't it? It's crazy. <laughs> what a fact. <laughs> did you notice another little cameo in there as well? I didn't. I did not know this, but in Go doing on. some digging, nine minutes into the film... No, none other than Quentin Tarantino appears as a shirtless German man screaming <laughs> from a window. I didn't know that. Not did I. That's amazing. I'm going to have to go and rewatch oh, that. Oh, fuck, yeah. So, the one bit I did recognise in this one, I didn't recognise who it was, but I was like, that must be somebody famous. So, you know when uh, Paxton's outside the, the uh, murder chambers, whatever it is, where they take people to kill them? And there's kind of a, a guy that comes out and says, oh, you know, you get anything you want in there. That's actually Takeshi Mike, for, who did, who basically directed Itchy the, Kitch- Itchy the Killer in Audition. Did wow. not know that. I was like, that's okay. got to be somebody, like, because it's really weird. But I didn't know that. That's and, so fucking yeah. cool. That's pretty cool, isn't it? And the kill count is only 14. Only. Yeah. <laughs> only. <laughs> But there's absolutely loads more facts. I could go on for days. But yeah, it's cool. Oh, cheers, dude. I enjoyed them. That's cool, isn't it? <laughs> they got some really good ones. Yeah, they were cracking. All right, then. Well, what's, uh, what should we rate this one for Mr. Geordie Paul? Oh, I mean, rewatching it again, I mean, some bits are a little bit wrong nowadays, but, you know, it had to be done. It was made at the time. It was different, wasn't it? And, um, and it's Eli Roth and it, it kind of pivoted him higher and, and got to do more stuff. And I do like his stuff and he knows his horror. I think eight breaths out of ten for me. Yeah, I think that is, uh, that is quite fair. I'll go with, I'll go with that. I'll go along with you. I really it? do like them though. And I do, I do like the actual other movies. Hostel 3 isn't that bad. I watched that one as well. Pretty crazy. I mean, well, they do get a bit crazy, but you know, hostel. it's good fun. Hostel and Hostel 3 are available on Netflix, but Hostel 2 is not. I was not. That's weird. I've got a blue rizzle if you ever want to borrow it, mate. Well, thank you very much. 
So All right. welcome to Paxton. <laughs> so, on that note, Paul, it's your pick, because obviously you didn't get last time, because Jordy Paul picked, so it is your turn. What Stop. are you picking? He stole it, didn't he? Um, no, loved it, loved it, Paul. Good pick. Good pick. Um, oh God, after watching that, what do we go to? I'm going back to the seventies. Seventies. Yeah, I'm going seventies, and we're going to watch one. You know, good bit of blood. Probably the first time uh, there was a lot of blood. It's definitely blood is definitely a theme of this movie. Um, so we're going to go and watch Carrie. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Another Stephen King, that's fine by me, mate. I'll you happy with that? All day, mean, happy. Very yeah, happy. I haven't seen that film in absolutely ages. On old John Travolta? Yeah, i got two weeks. Sissy Spacek as well. Two weeks to see if I can read the book as well. Go for it. I don't Steve think I will. Johnny Five is alive. Read yeah. it You'll be good, mate. Yeah, I've really, I really fancied what, picking this for a while, but there's like been so many others that I've been like, oh, we... And I, I, it had was, to come. It had to come. Yeah, it's a biggie. I felt I felt we should do a biggie. So fuck it, let's do it. That'll be for our 88th episode. Oh yeah! Boom! Double eight, bitch. <laughs> so yeah, that's another Too episode. Late. Oh no, you're not allowed to say that. <laughs> another episode done. Two rather large people. Yes, well. Um. So yeah, episode 87 done. Uh, on to episode 88. Um. Crazy we, 88. Yeah, well, very apt. So I don't know what our main review is going to be. Don't know what our something to stream about is going to be. <laughs> so organised. Do know what our movie from the vault is, as we always do, and it's going to be Carrie. So looking forward to that. And I guess there's only one more thing to say. When there's no more room in hell, here's another podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. You can follow us on Twitter at Draw One Last. Instagram at draw one last breath or pop us an email at draw one last breath pod at hotmail.com.